Welcome back in, everybody. Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Men's National Championship tonight between Gonzaga and Baylor. Women, women's National Championship was last night as Stanford goes out and uh, wins in a really, really good game, hard-fought game over Pac-12 rival Arizona. Joining us now for a little perspective and uh, and some good conversation is Morgan Valley. She's the head women's basketball coach at the University of Hartford in the America East Conference, a Vermont native, played her own college basketball at UConn, and uh, Coach Valley is with us now. Coach, how are you? Good. How are you, Brady? Good. I appreciate you being with us. Um, you know, I guess first and foremost, just as a basketball fan, your thought on last night's national championship game? Uh, just wild. I mean, it, it was a good game, a little bit sloppy at times, but, um, you know, just the competitiveness of the game and the back and forth, um, Arizona coming back, um, you know, kind of taking control there. And it, it was, it was an unbelievable game. It was a, well, it was a great NCAA tournament period. A great NCAA tournament. Um, I'm sure undoubtedly, you know, you've been coaching now for 15 years plus and have coached in a lot of different spots. Undoubtedly, you have friends that were in the the, the bubble environment there. What did you hear about the experience of the bubble, um, you know, and how tough it was, whatever? What did you hear about the experience? Um, you know, I thought what from what we were told uh, was that it was going to be really, really strict. Um, but, you know, people still got – to see their family, not outside uh, of the bubble, but uh, like I had a friend who coaches and, and she went for walks with her mom every morning. Mm. Um, you know, they had to walk on opposite sides of the street, but, you know, still got to see um, people, didn't necessarily get to spend time with them. But, um, you know, I didn't hear too, too many negative things. Um, you know, obviously not the, the normal experience, um, but I think for, for the circumstances, we had this year I think it, it went pretty well the the negative things we heard were all at the beginning of the tournament with the disparities in the weight rooms or the fitness equipment between the guys tournament and the women's tournament um you know and and I've heard a lot of people say that that's par for the course when it comes to how women's sports are treated on college campuses um is that true in your mind yeah to, to a certain extent I think uh there there are differences um and we've come a long way, um, and and I just think things are going to continue to get better. Um, but um, you know, it's it just it's th there are differences, um, and you, you can't ignore them. But but things are getting better. You know, Final Four was great too. The championship was great, but the Final Four was great. It was Arizona, where you coached previously before Hartford against UConn, where you played. So. When Arizona's playing UConn, who's Morgan Valley rooting for? I mean the Huskies, but I, I you know, I had, I wanted the players for Arizona to do well. Um, I recruited a lot of them, coached a lot of them, um, but you know, you got to go with the alma mater. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to think, and you know, I'll put my own naivete to it. I hadn't realized that pandemic included. UConn now hasn't won a title in like four years, and is that? I don't know if it's slippage on UConn's part, but is it just a testament to how quickly the game is growing and how much better the opponents around UConn are getting? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I just think, you know, there always have been great teams. Yeah. Um, you know, UConn dominated for a stretch, just like Tennessee dominated before that. Um, you know, I just think uh, it, it is, a, you know, teams are getting better, and I think teams have just stopped being scared. Of the name, um, 
and started fighting back a bit. Well, it was really fun. It was a fun tournament, as you said. And, uh, you know, I got introduced to a new name in this tournament. It was Paige Beckers, the freshman at UConn, who won Player of the Year. And she's in your state right now playing. How imp- I mean, first freshman to win the Player of the Year award. How impressive is that alone? I mean, she's just unbelievable. Um, she has a lot of similarities and reminds me a lot of, of uh, Diana Taurasi. Um, hmm. Just um, has this presence um, and kind of knows when it's, it's her time. Um, uh, but it's going to be exciting to watch her for the next three years. I can't imagine a high school that ends up with Paige Beckers on the women's basketball team and Jalen Suggs at Gonzaga on the men's basketball team and the quarterback of the football team. Like what high schools are out there producing, you know, potential players of the year in both sports. I know it's crazy. And they actually have their women's team is loaded. Hmm. Um, they, they have a, uh, the brother went to Arizona for a year and then went and he, he plays in the NBA, but the little sister is, is like a, a big time player at, at Hopkins now. Um, like they're, the high school is just really good, but that's, you know, especially it's not a huge market uh, yeah. for athletes, you know, the state of Minnesota, but um, they do, they do produce some good ones, but that's pretty insane. Before I ask you more about your team and your coaching career, do you have an opinion on the men's game tonight? Uh, I guess before I ask you if you have an opinion on the game, do you do you like the idea of a team going unbeaten throughout a whole season, which Gonzaga has a chance to do tonight? Yeah, I think especially on the men's side, that really never happens. Um, yeah, but you know, Baylor played our men, um, so that's pretty cool right. if they were to go all the way, um, and then the Zags. Uh, my wife's dad is from Spokane, and, and they're uh, big-time Zags fans. So, um, you know, I think it's – this time of year is so hard because you – especially if you've been in those situations, you don't really want anyone to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, if someone has to lose, so. Uh. Morgan Valley is with us now on the Brady Farkas Show. She's the head women's basketball coach at the University of Hartford. She's a Vermont native, played at Rice growing up, and then went on to UConn for her own great career in the early part of the 2000s. Um, you mentioned the Hartford men getting to the NCAA tournament. It kind of, What was it like on campus? Because I feel like it would, in a normal year, it would be so awesome to have that happening on your campus. But this year, I feel like it was probably like 10% of what it should have been. Yeah, I mean, if that. Um, the, the city of Hartford, um, you know, the town of West Hartford, it was, it was crazy around here. Uh, but uh, the normal campus experience, um, you know, you feel for all these athletes, um, who aren't getting what that would normally be like, you know, like you know, just the send off, the being at the game to, to witness the championship game or, um, you know, all those little tiny things to kind of take for granted. Um, uh, but it, it was, there, it was popping on, on campus. It was <laughs> The, you know, people were really proud. I had multiple people coming to the building. Um, you know, I played here. I, I just want to wish Coach Gal luck, but they had already left her. Um, <laughs> you know, just just notes from people, random people, just how proud they were of the men. Um, it was it was it was cool. I, I wish they could have experienced it in a different way, but it, it is what it is. I'm resentful that Hartford beat UVM in the America East semifinals. So I, it took me, it's taken me a while to get over that. Um, you know, we're talking here about final fours and championships and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention just how hard it was to actually get to this point. And your team opted out after 12 games this year. You'd had a bunch of cancellations. We saw the UVM women, um, pull out of their season even prior to when you guys did, um, 
how challenging was this season as a whole? I would say it was probably the most challenging. Um, you know, when you're an adult, when you be, as you grow up, you have challenging times in your life. Um, and I don't know if I've ever experienced or witnessed. Um, I can, because I'm older and have done things in my staff that's older, we can kind of, uh, you know, take things differently. Um, but watching these young people struggle this year um, was, was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. As a you know, without getting too intimate on the conversations with your team, um, was it an easy decision at a point to pull out of the season? Was it conversations that had gone on for weeks and then eventually you decided, okay, now is the time? Kind of take me through a little bit of the, the progression of how you got to the point to, to pull a plug 12 games in. I mean, it was not easy at all. Um, it just, uh, as things kind of transpired, um, you know, we're, we're supposed to play um, Maine on the 19th and 20th. Um, Maine can't play at home. So then Amy and I discussed it, checked with the league. We decided to play on the 23rd or 22nd instead. So, so that game gets moved. Then we go to play UNH after Christmas. They get a, a false positive. Then we have to push that game back. So our players are in this constant, um, you know, we're already testing three times a week. So every every other day, you're stressed. Like, am I going to test positive? Am I going to test negative? Like, it was just this constant stress. Um, and then, you know, we go, we're, the next game, the Lowell game is normal. Or no, the Binghamton game is normal, but we had less time to prep because the UNH games get pushed back. And then we Lowell is normal. And then we're supposed to play Albany, um, and everything gets gets crazy because of, of positives. So they have us go play NJIT, um, which is fine, but it's not who we're supposed to play. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm I'm on a walk with Doug, and I get a call. It says, "Oh, you know, you're you're supposed to play." I, I can't remember the game we were supposed to play. Well, Vermont. We're supposed to play Vermont, but we may send you to Albany, but we may not. You may go to NJIT and play one game, and this. And I was like what are we doing? Like, yeah. you know, they're, the, these kids are waking up every day. Normally they wake up, they know they have breakfast, they know they go to class. They don't know. Like they just don't, their life is just unknown. They, they didn't see their families for Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um, we had been, you know, I had kids that were quarantined for two days. We had 49 practices on the year. Yeah. So, wow. you know, it's just, it was just very, um, it was hard to watch them struggle as much as they did. And it wasn't necessarily a physical struggle or, or something, you, you know, hey, you know, let's go get on the bike for 10, 15 minutes after practice and try to get, or let's get some shots up so we can get out of this funk. It, you couldn't do, you couldn't help. Um, hmm. And that was the hardest part. So um, even a couple of days after we had decided we weren't going to play, I was like, did I do the right thing? Um, gave up. It was essentially three weeks off, and then we came back. And when we started training, uh, I asked one of the players, I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I feel like a new woman. So hmm. I was like, okay, we did the right thing. Well, I'll get you out of here on this. Um, it's certainly a trying year for your team. Um, what's the uh, what's the future look like for Hartford women's basketball? You know, I, I think it looks bright. Um, I think we've got a lot of good things going on. Um, and I'm excited about it. 
Well, we're looking forward to a nice uh, Hartford-UVM rivalry because it seems like the Catamounts are uh, back on the way up again. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, good- they look great. So. I was sad when they, when they opted out because they were playing so well. It was fun to well, watch. I think, if I'm remembering, I think they were four and two in the league or five. Oh, I can't remember now. But they were in the top half of the league, which is for the first yeah. time in a couple of years. And they had the freshman of the year and Ann Olsen yeah. in the league. So uh, certainly – um, you know, welcome times in Catamount country. We look forward, by the way, to you getting a proper homecoming uh, again here at, at Patrick Gym someday soon. So I think you were there last year before everything shut down, but looking yeah. forward to you getting a proper uh, a second homecoming here uh, next season. Yeah, it's always fun going home. <laughs> Coach Valley, we appreciate your time and uh, good luck to your program. Thanks, Brady. Have a good one.